Hey, I'm back. Uh, been been a busy little bit of time with work. I was in I was in Dubai with the UN. I came back. I got a little sick, uh, so I'm trying to get my podcast uh, back up and going here. We're going to cover my current top five in the state, a quick four A and three A preview, and then a great question posed by Coach Barnes over on Instagram for parents. This is the Utah High School Hoops Podcast, your source for sometimes informative, but always entertaining coverage of the Utah High School Hoops scene with your host, Adam Meek. All right, today is Tuesday, December 12th. It is 12-12. Does anybody remember? It was such a big deal. I remember it's a big deal on 12-12-12. It's going to be a while. I don't think we'll be alive <laughs> when, when we can experience those again. Um, at least I am not planning on being alive in 2112. Is that right? I don't know. Yeah, that seems like a lot. That's a long time away. I probably won't be alive. Uh, anyway, um, apologies for the, you know, the delay in getting some of these podcasts out. Like I said, uh, my, my, uh, personal or my business life uh, was was pretty busy there for a while. This is a complete and total side hobby for me. I love talking about high school basketball. I love talking about basketball in general, um, but it is very much subservient to my job and my family. And so I wanted to take, I had a little bit of time today to get this out. Uh, what I wanted to actually talk about before I get into everything is if you can see here, I've got my Deseret News. Can you see this with the light? I don't know. My Deseret News app. Uh, this is brand new. Um, I discovered it and uh, it, it's been so helpful to me to have local coverage. They do an awesome job with getting their scores updated. Coaches, if you want, myself, uh, Prep Hoops, Utah Ballers, uh, Trey Talk Sports, all these. If you want people to talk about your teams and your games, if you want it, you don't have to want it, but if you do, then take a snapshot. You got a text number, or you can email. Um, you can email the score and your uh, sheet to prep or to uh, Deseret News, and then they will make sure that all the stats are updated, all the scores are updated. It's been it's been a super huge help for me to be able to have this app. So if you go and search for, I think it's Utah High School Sports on the App Store, you can find the Deseret News app. Okay. So I want to cover a couple of things here today. Uh, this shouldn't be a very long podcast. Uh, number one, I kind of wanted to go over my, we're depending on how many, depending on the team, right? Like some teams have played seven or eight games, other teams have played three or four games, but we're into the season, but people are still trying to figure stuff out. And so this top five list that uh, statewide top five list that I have is by no means definitive and is certainly biased towards teams that I've been able to watch play. So you can take problems with it if, you, if you'd like to. That's fine. That's what sports is about, right? Like these things are totally and completely subjective, and it's what makes talking about them interesting, as long as you can remain civil. And listen, if you're fighting about somebody's top five or top 10 list on December 12th in Utah high school basketball, then please like go see a counselor 
like talk it out with somebody close to you because it's not worth getting into arguments over. Um, okay, so I'm going to go from five uh, down to one. And the way that I've sort of broken this out is I feel like there are two teams. There are like two top tier teams right now. There are two, there's like one and two, there's three and four. And then about five through seven, I really struggled with. So um, in the fifth slot, I put the Orem Tigers. And again, I got to watch Orem play twice. So uh, I watched them play Judge in a, it was just a pretty gritty game. Um, it was, there was not a lot of flow to the game. Uh, it was, there was a lot of fouls called. Um, but it was impressive to see a team like Orem and quite frankly, a team like Judge battle through that. Uh, I believe it was a two point victory. It was at Orem. It was a great game. Um, Kai Wesley played unbelievably at 24 points in that game. Um, but what really impressed me and what I think solidified them in the fifth spot for me was I saw them play Duncanville High School out of Texas. And Duncanville is, I mean, it probably is a bit of a um, building, rebuilding year for them from what I've heard. Uh, last year, they were one of the top teams in the, in the entire nation. Duncanville had, you know, Anthony Black was there. His younger son, Beckham Black, or younger son, younger brother, sorry. His younger brother, uh, Beckham Black, is a, uh, he's a freshman. And, you know, he had he had spurts where he looked really good and he had spurts where he looks like a freshman and that's fine. Um, but this game was entertaining. It was a bit of a game of runs and it was it was really impressive to see Orem have a grinded out game, kind of a physical grinded out game with Judge and then have a an 86 to 81 kind of more free flowing game. And certainly their point guard chance Dastrup really thrived in that environment um i've posted about it as well he had 17 assists it was it, it was a he, he was the best guard on the court um and so the thing i really like about orem and why and why i only have him at five is you know they did have the loss to corner canyon uh corner canyon was two wins but at the time that was their only win um and i think that they're still trying to figure out and they're they're gonna figure it out i believe but they're still trying to figure out what things look like um as their team kind of comes together, but they've got guys who can score from the outside. They can score from the inside with Kai and Trey. They've got a point guard. They play defense. They're extremely well coached. So I've got to warm at number five. Um, but in that mix and where I think it would be totally right and honest for somebody to say, well, what about Olympus or what about Leighton? Leighton is playing really well. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that they're, they're right there, right? Like I said, this is kind of an arbitrary list. I have not seen Olympus play. And Orem did beat Olympus at Olympus. So there we go. We'll throw them in at number five. Um, now, numbers four and three for me were were difficult. And this is a bit of a coin flip. I think if these two teams played each other a hundred times, uh, I would say my number three team, I think, would maybe win 51. And the other number four team would win 49. Um, so at number four, I've got American Fork. Um, you know, they are they've played a they've played a tough schedule similar to, you know, Corner Canyon, who, by the way, I think Corner Canyon is going to be there by the end of this. this is a top five list as of 12-12. This is not a top five list at the end of the year. This is where it's at right now. Corner Canyon sitting at two and six. It's hard to put that team into the top five right now, even though they've played a brutal schedule for sure. Um, and nobody is discounting Corner Canyon. And I don't think anyone would be surprised if they were in the state championship and, you know, holding the the state trophy <coughs> um 
But I've got I've got American Fork at number four, um, and I've got Lehigh at number three. And I'm going to talk about them together because they're kind of right there in my mind in that same mix. They both are extremely, extremely well coached. I got to see Lehigh play uh, just a little bit before that Orem Duncanville game, and man, they I don't remember what the team who they played, but holy cow, they put an absolute. You know what? I could pull up my Deseret News app and wait for it. Here we go. Lehigh, look at how scores and schedules. They played Stranahan, Florida, and they beat the brakes off of this team. Um, I watched a little bit of the second half there, and you want to talk about a team that is extremely disciplined, incredibly well coached. Um, they they defend and they they communicate and they fly around. Imagine it. I think about this a lot. Imagine you're this team. Sorry, from Stranahan, Florida, the Mighty Dragons. And you get your team together to travel to Salt Lake City because you want to compete with some of the best teams. You, you want to be one of the better teams in the country. And you lose by 33 points. That's crazy, right? Like, I mean, I'm sure maybe some people can have an off game, whatever it is. Um, but but that game, that game was pretty gnarly. Um, I thought that Cooper Lewis was unbelievable and it looks like he's had a great start to the year already um let's see where were his where were cooper stats i could not believe you know what i couldn't believe about cooper because i'd never seen these teams play in person <clears throat> like i mentioned when i first started the podcast i'm still trying to learn there's other people who have been watching these games and watching these kids for a long time i haven't um but the elevation that cooper gets on his jump shot was impressive i mean it was it was like he would rise up from almost anywhere on the court and you're like, oh, this is a this is a college level scorer. Like this is a guy who should be able to go get his shot off at the next level. Um, and so, uh, so between Lehigh and American Fork, the reason why, just in in watching them both, obviously American Fork has their own star in Tiger Cuff. Um, they're playing exceptionally well. Like I said, they've played a tough schedule. Lehigh is undefeated, and so I just gave consider it the Florida state treatment. Sorry. Is that too soon for the Seminoles fans? Um, I just gave Lehigh the, the slight advantage because, um, you know, they hadn't, they hadn't lost yet. So, um, and they've beaten a couple of out of state teams. Uh, they beat corner Canyon by 12 and, uh, beat Salem Hills by 22. So they've got a couple, they've, they've played some tough games or they, they should be tough games, right? Out of state teams in corner Canyon and Salem Hills, who's no pushover, and uh, they look like they're clicking on all cylinders. Um, American Fork is playing exceptionally well. I don't think there's, if any of these top kind of seven teams, I don't think anyone would be surprised in 5A or 6A. Well, six of the seven, 5A or 6A, if any of them were playing at the end of the year in the state championship. Okay, so at number two is the Dixie Flyers. And this team, I watched just a little bit of um, online and, uh, I watched a little bit of a couple games and here was my takeaway and I could be totally off, but this was my takeaway from watching Dixie play. So please, if you're like, <coughs> man, I love, I love this team. I'm all about this. Like you're down there in St. George and please correct me, but this is my takeaway. Dixie appears to me to be a team that's played together for a while. They've got, they've got, they, they know what they want to do, right? Um, they have experience. And it's almost like, hey, you can get all the film you want on us. It does not matter. 
we are going to play our game. We are going to play our way. That idea of like a fly fam to me is like they they do they fly all around the court. Um, they shoot the ball at an exceptionally high rate. They they rebound the ball really well. Um, I think Dixie, in regardless of you know four A five A six A, I, I would put Dixie up against any team in the state right now. That's why I have them at number two. And I think it would be a competitive game, and it would not surprise me if Dixie beat any team in Utah, with the you know with the exception of maybe uh, uh, Wasatch Academy, you know, or or a Utah Prep. But even those games, like I'd I'd want to see that. I honestly, I would love to see a team like Dixie, or spoiler alert, my number one team, which shouldn't be a surprise, Alta. I would love to see those teams go up and play. Um, against, you know, against the Wasatch or against the Utah Prep. I think they would be tremendous games. I don't know how to make that happen. Honestly, I can't make it happen, but I think it'd be a fun game. Um, So Dixie's number two, and then Alta just looks like they came back hungry. Um, (coughs) Apologize for my cold. I'm I'm getting over it. But uh, Ace Riser is is one of the top point guards in the state he put in the work you can tell over the summer he put in work and that kid is he is playing his butt off oh jackson johnson is at both sides of the court he's a difference maker um you know there there's i'm actually surprised that ace uh doesn't have higher offers but i expect based on the jumps that he's done the progress that he's making that we'll eventually see him playing at a you know, a, a low level D one or like a D two kind of school. So he's got that kind of game. Uh, he's, he's about it. And I think he's about the work. And I think you're going to see him go put in the work, but uh, Alta looks like the best team in the state to me. Um, they look like they're going to be hard to, they're going to be a, a tough out um, for any team. But at the end of the day, listen, like I said, it's December, anything can happen. Injuries happen. Certainly we do we hope that there are no injuries? I hope for no injuries for any player. I think it's the worst thing in the world. Um, but of course, injuries can occur. Um, and you know, these are also 16, 17, 18 year old kids, and you have a single elimination tournament. We see this in March Madness all the time. <coughs> Division one players who have a bad game. And certainly that that is that is a possibility of happening. So Anyway, that's my top five that nobody probably really asked for, but, um, you know, I certainly wanted to share it. Okay. So uh, I said at the beginning I would do a quick 4A and 3A preview. Um, So what I want to do here, because I think that, wait for it, sports. Yay, sports. I'm Again, using my little, they don't pay me to tell you about this. I just thought it was really helpful, (laughs) the Deseret News app. Um, Okay, so 4A, as I mentioned, um, it's it's the, it's Dixie. Right now it's Dixie versus the field, I think. Um, And don't don't bet on high school sports, kids. That's a terrible idea. If there were a bet, I would think that most people would take Dixie over the field right now. They look like a team that is going to be really hard to beat in in 4A. Um, you know, looking right now on the on the current rankings, um, Skyview had a had a tough few weeks, so I don't I don't think they'll stay at number two. Uh, Snow Canyon, they've only played three games. You know, they they're I think they're down there uh, in Southern Utah. Is that correct? 
Um, and then uh, Timpanogos. Is that how you say it? You say Timpanogos or Timpanogos? I don't know. Utah people, you all say things differently than I do in Colorado. Um, but Timp is 7-0. and uh, I have not seen them play. Um, you know, I don't know if there's a team like uh, like a Leighton Christian who can kind of pull it together. I think that they recently – did they? They played Snow Canyon, I believe. Let me see if I got this correct. Um, no. Hang on a second. I'm trying to I'm I'm going on the fly here, everybody. Uh schools. 4A. We're almost there. There we go. Leighton Christian. Uh so let's see. They played, they beat Crimson Cliffs. Oh, it was Green Canyon. That's who that's who uh Leighton Christian lost to. Looks like they got a game tonight against Springville, and that's gonna be a big, that's gonna be a big test for for lca so we'll, we'll learn a lot about that team new coach some new players up there um you know but i i still think that 4a from like a 4a preview standpoint this is really dixie's to lose if you were to ask me um 3a is going to be a little bit tighter and i won't even pretend to know about 2a and 1a <coughs> i know that there are people who love it. There's a fourth row media uh, that has a podcast about, I believe it's two way. There's rural Utah sports. Um, I'm not saying that's like downplay that style of basketball. I coached one, a basketball last year. So um, I just don't have any time to research to be candid last year. I wasn't even trying to research who the best one, a teams were. I was trying to make sure that we had enough players. If you recall, uh, I know uh, AJ Jackson did a post about this. So we had one game where we had six players. We had about seven or eight players that even tried out for the varsity team. Uh, so it was a special year over at ICS. Um, so in three, a we've got uh, South summit is currently eight. and zero. um, Manti, I believe, or I think were, were they the, state champs last year in 3a i can't i can't recall um i seem to recall that they were up there um judge memorial is they're they're at second in the rankings i'm hoping these will i'm guessing that these are adjusted on deseret news based on strength of schedule um but judge i've, I've been at every judge game because that's where my kid plays i'm getting ready to head out here in a little bit to go uh, tonight they play northridge but they've played a tough schedule they've had a couple of tough losses uh, they've had some good losses and some bad losses, but um, I don't know. There's going to be a lot of teams who want to play judge in the 3A state uh, state tournament. Um, let's see. On the top five, we've got oh sweet, is it is it Juab, or is that how you say, is that is that how you say it? they're five and one, and then the Emory Spartans are five and one. Um, so I I know that from what I've heard, South Summit and Manti. Um, and uh gosh i'm so sorry juab i'm gonna go with juab um they should be teams who should be up there and and in competition i know uh obviously know a lot more about judge and would expect them to be in com in, uh, in contention as well so 3a is is wide open um i think 4a and 5a are a little bit more like alta and dixie and then 6a is wide open um, would be that's my that's where we're at kind of currently okay so a uh, couple more minutes here um, I saw this great Instagram post and now I'm talking to the parents so I saw this great Instagram post um, by coach Barnes and he said he asked the question he said parents why would a coach put their job on the line to recruit your child or what are some things that you would want to 
to look for if you were a coach? And the reason why I like this question is because I feel like as a parent of a player, I'm guilty of this as well. So this is not a, this is not a judgment. This is me having a little bit of self-reflection as well. Is, is I feel like we have what, uh, what my friend Hector Marquez says, we put on, we put on parent goggles and we only see our kids. We either see only the good or only the bad in our kids. And what we should be doing is trying to get, is trying to put on coaches goggles, right? We should be trying to ask not, Hey, how, how, if, if, again, if you want your kid or if, if your kid rather wants to play at the next level, it doesn't matter if you want your kid to play at the next level. Doesn't matter at all. If they don't want to do it, it ain't happening. This is a, this is not happening. If they do not want it, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Full stop. So if they want to do it and you're trying to help them and you're trying to be a good parent, you want to hold them accountable, then putting on coaches goggles and saying, well, what do I see in my, in my son's game? Right. It would, I be willing to take a bet on my kid? And if not, well, why not? What, it's not just the, the, you know, the flaws thing. If you go, it's, it's coach Barnes too on Instagram. He puts out tremendous content, by the way, I highly recommend following him. Um, but if, if you, if you don't think that you would, then are, are you, and more importantly, is your child willing to do the things that are necessary? Because it is hard. I've talked about this before plenty of times on this podcast. It is really, really really difficult for a high school kid to get recruited today. You know, don't shoot the messenger here. It's just tough. It's not hard. I'm going to take a step back. It's still more difficult once you're in college, but because of the transfer transfer portal, um, there's so much more recruiting that's happening intercollegiately than has ever happened before. Because if you go, remember, (coughs) excuse me, if you were to go recruit a kid and bring him into your program, he has to sit out a year. Well, that's going to stop you. You're going to want to build a pipeline of high school kids that you're building into. Now that kid doesn't have to sit out a year. And so if you want to win now in so many programs, especially at the D1 and D2 levels are about winning now, then are you going to place your bet on your child? Um, and I thought that was a really critical question. So, um, you know, put on your coach's goggles. If you don't know, then reach out to talk to coaches as a parent, not to say like, Hey, look how great my kid is, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, uh, you know, I know like AJ Jackson has his game film elite. You can go through that process and you can get direct coach feedback. I think that's a tremendous Avenue, uh, for, for you to be able to interact and have a coach actually look, but coaches are also approachable. You can reach out to them say, Hey, can you give me an idea of what are some things that you look for in a player? Um, and you know, maybe two out of 10 will respond back to you, but ultimately those are the people who are going to decide whether or not your kid gets an offer to go play in in college. It's not going to be their AAU coach. It's not going to be their high school coach. It's not going to be you. None of those kids, none of those adults are going to be the ones to actually make the offer. That offer is going to come from a college coach. And if you don't know what college coaches are looking for, I'm not a college coach, so don't listen. I can't tell you what it is they're looking for. I am going to have a few college coaches on the podcast, and they'll tell you what they're looking for. And so I hope that you can stay tuned to, to this podcast. We already had Connor Patton on. 
from Carroll College. Um, I've got a coach from Westminster lined up to come on. I'm hoping to have a couple of D1 coaches, uh, my uh, a, a few other D2 coaches. Like I want to be able to have some coaches on this to help you get that perspective just by listening to a podcast. Um, but those are the ones who are going to offer your kids. It's not going to be me. It's not going to be, it's not going to be the high school coach, the JV coach. It's not going to be the, it's not going to be prep hoops. It's not going to be AJ. It's not, it's not going to be any of us. We're not going to make the offer. It's going to be a college coach. And so you would do well to know what it is they're looking for and how it is and what is the best way to reach out and connect with them. Okay. Enough of me. We got uh, a bunch of good games tonight coming up. Uh, let's, let's pull it up here real quickly. Because uh, it should be a fun night in basketball. Um, we got Bingham at Farmington. That should be a, a great game. <coughs> um, this will help me get a bit of a gauge for Manti. Clemson Cl- Crimson Cliffs is going to play at Manti. Um, let's see. We got Bountiful at Tempview. If you're down in uh, in uh, Utah County, I would go check out. It, and you don't have plans? <laughs> go go check out Bountiful at Tempview. That should be a good game. Like I said, Springville at Layton. Um, Murray is going to have another test at Cypress. Cypress is going to come out hungry. I'm telling you what, that's a that's a hungry team. Um, Cedar Valley at Westlake. Uh, American Fork at Woods Cross. Uh, should all be some interesting games. So um, go out and support. And listen, when you go to these games, please be kind to the refs. Please be kind to the coaches. Uh, everyone's trying to do their best. I know it's hard. No one's perfect. If they were perfect, they wouldn't be refing high school basketball. They would be in the NBA, and even they get stuff wrong. <laughs> so be kind to people. Cheer cheer for your child. Cheer for your team. Don't be a jerk. That's my PSA. Thanks, everyone. Hope you have a great night.